If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young lady back. It's Dr. Maria Ryan. You probably know her on the radio at WABC in New York. Also, she's a, a great doctor that we've had on several uh, times on all sorts of topics. Got a lot to get to today, Doc. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Have a, ha- I hope you had a happy Easter. Very good Easter. I ate way too much. I, I, I'm a low-carb guy, even though I'm Italian. I, I try to low-carb. I had lasagna, Maria, the other day, and I still can't move oh. two days later. So, oh, But that's okay, right, Doc, to have that once a year or something? Yes, of course it is. Everything's <laughs> always in moderation. In, in growing up, my mother always said it's, uh, it's not, uh, there are no calories and it's not fattening on, on holidays. I believe what your mother says. I'm, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, Doc, I want to talk to you about a lot, and, and we don't have that much time, so let's get right into it. Um, should we now have an end to the COVID emergency? Allegedly, Biden is going to now say there's an end to the COVID emergency. Shouldn't that have been a while ago? Yes, it, it really ended about a year and a half ago, the pandemic. Um, so why he held on to it? Of course, cynically, we could say he liked it. It gave him power. It gave a lot of governor's power, mayor's power to say we still had this pandemic. I can tell you where to go, what to do, what to take, what not to take. So thankfully, it's finally coming to an official end from the administration. But my question is, will you now end, President Biden, the mandate for healthcare workers to be vaccinated? Our industry has been decimated. So many doctors and nurses and other healthcare providers have left the industry over this mandate. And how he got away with it was, if you take federal money like Medicaid or Medicare, you have to, you're forced to mandate your employees or take a very huge fine. And this is what I love about Governor DeSantis in Florida. He said, no way are you going to do that to these employees. If they don't want it, they don't have to take it. I'm going to take the fine on for these hospitals. Good. Of course, he could afford to do it. They have right. quite a plus in Florida, but I appreciate that kind of leadership. Well, I want to ask you this because you spend a lot of time in New York and in Florida, and, and you're actually not in New York or Florida today. Um, but in New York, it's completely different. You've got Kathy Hochul, who literally just a month ago, said we're not going to bring back any of the healthcare workers that we fired for not getting the shot because why should somebody who's seeking health care be put at risk of getting COVID from the person they're trying to get care from? Doc, there's no way Kathy Hochul still believes that the shot stops you from getting it and spreading it, right? She has to know by now that it does not stop you from getting it and spreading it, I would think. You would think, but I keep thinking, why do these governors and mayors and even some people on news media keep saying and keep promoting either the shot or the booster when we know it doesn't prevent an illness, it doesn't prevent you from transmitting it, and it's still unsure whether it's preventing you from going into the hospital, 
We all know this. This is scientific fact. Yes. It's, I think, continuing to have some kind of power. But I think it's shameful to do that to the healthcare industry. A lot of these people, before we even knew what it was, were on the front lines. They got sick. They had natural immunity. And then they were punished because they didn't want to get the vaccination. Do you know the CDC changed the name and the definition of what a vaccine is? It's so Because sick. the mRNA shot does not fit the definition of a vaccine. Well, a vaccine would mean that if you take the vaccine, you can't then get the disease that it's, that it's manufactured for. And what you just said is so, so smart. And I want to repeat it for those who are watching and listening. Those who were fired from their jobs because they didn't want to get the shot probably already had what we call either natural or herd immunity because they were around this for so long and they put their lives at risk early on before we knew anything about this disease Absolutely. and they can no longer make a living. How sick is that, Doc? It is backwards. It's terrible. Finally, even soldiers now, we're not requesting, they, we're not mandating them. It's now time to release it from the healthcare workers and hire back anybody who is fired. It, just in New York, it was tens of thousands, wasn't it? It was quite a lot of people. Some people, you know, I talked to a lot of physicians and providers who I know didn't get the vaccination, but they're still working. Yeah. I said, get away with it. Well, they give each other medical exemptions or they call it a religious exemption, but some people don't like to play the game and they want to stand up for what's right. And I have a lot of respect for that. And we still don't really know the adverse effects. I mean, we're now hearing more and more every day. Myocarditis is killing people. You see athletes dropping dead left and right. You see young people that should not be dying, just dying for no reason. And there's really, there's no other health issue whatsoever. And we're finding out from studies that are being done in Israel, studies being done in the Nordic countries in Europe that are saying, we stopped anybody who's a male, 30 and younger, from even taking the vaccine because... It's killing people. We now know that the Vera system was accurately telling us how dangerous this was. What do you think we're going to find out at the end of this? This, this shot, I fear, is, is responsible for tens of thousands of deaths, if not more. We are going to find right now the Vera's data is anywhere between 16,000 and 20,000. Right. And we know Vera's uh, information, I've used it, is voluntary. So your provider has to make sure they remember either themselves to make out the report or tell their staff. And then people who have a side effect like severe vomiting or severe headache, they are supposed to voluntarily report. And a lot of people don't know that. But we're going to see a lot of neurological disorders. Some people have to now live with a lifetime of what's called paresthesias of their feet. They have a lot of numbness, tingling, burning pain strokes we saw a lot of strokes and you mentioned correctly that a lot of european countries nordic countries will not vaccinate anybody under 40 some are not vaccinating under 60 and that's something and and varies by the way for for generations was very, very good information. Suddenly, Vera's was not reliable if, if you looked at it and you saw that there were some uh, some bad reactions to the vaccine. This whole thing from the government has been a cover-up and a sham, and it makes me sick. And I'm so glad to have somebody as smart as you on to talk about it. It's Dr. Maria Ryan. Uh, go to drmariaryan.com. And uh, and also, what is the show with Rudy? Is it Saturday or Sunday on, on WABC? Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We get an audience from all over the world, yeah. so you have to adjust it for your time zone. All you have to do is go to wabcradio.com, and you get to hear us. 
and, by, and by the way, and by the way, that show is higher rated than Rudy's show. Don't tell him I said that. But that show gets a lot of ratings. Guess who's on there with him? I'm just saying. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> yeah, we make a good team. We don't always agree with each other, right. but it's a great show. And sometimes one hour goes by way too fast. Oh, I bet. Because we feel like we're educators, too. We try to tell people the, the things that are being censored. Or they won't hear. And believe me, when I say any, anything medically, I've double, triple checked my research. Absolutely. Because I want to give out wrong information. And that's why we trust you so much. It's Dr. Maria Ryan. Let's talk about um, what we talked about last time you were here. I think we talked about fentanyl coming across the border. Then there was another item that was coming across the border that was, I don't know, 50 times worse than heroin, something like that. And now you're telling me there's something called Trank that's also yeah. originating in China. And this is even more more scary because you can't even counteract it if somebody takes this. What is this? That's right. At least with the nitazines, um, they are an opioid. So if somebody overdoses on that, there are about 20 different iterations of nitazines, pyro, iso, at least Narcan will work. This new one on the streets is called xylazine. 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 Well, what does it mean to call it a trank? Is it an actual tranquilizer? It is a sedative for large animals, cows, horses. In the 90s, when we were we kind of discovered its use here, we realized we couldn't control it. It's hard to know the dosage, and there was a lot of respiratory distress. So we kind of pulled back in the United States with compounding this medicine. But China took over, and they do it cheaper than fentanyl. So all the new cocaine, heroin coming across the border. They're now cutting it with xylazine, which they call on the streets trank, because people look like, the number one, they're tranquilized, yeah. but they're getting flesh-eating ulcers. So people look almost like, remember the meth addicts? You could kind of spot them anywhere because they had sores all over their yes. face and their body. Trank is doing this to the extremities. It, it inhibits some of the blood flow but it does not respond to Narcan. Yeah, it's, it's just disgusting to hear about. We know that that uh, China is sending the precursors to the cartels. The cartels are then cutting it, making it, putting it together, packaging it even in different colors so kids will be attracted to it, and then smuggling it across the border. What is China's gain here? Uh, Doc, Maybe is it a political thing where they want to feel like they're more of a superpower than us, or is it about just making as much money as they can off of the drug trade between Mexico and the United States? I think they're both. I think it's um, they're making billions, right? We've made the cartels billionaires, especially the Sinaloa cartel. Yes. And there's a piece of it, but I also think it's to cause chaos and destruction in the United States. We've had this Marxist communism thread that seems to be permeating, especially in the Democrat Party, which yes. I'm sad to say. But it's got all the marks of communism, and China wants to be the superpower. They told us it's in their documents they want to be the superpower. They have Brazil now going to be using the Chinese currency. They're working with Iran and Russia to go with the China currency. And now they're talking to Syria. So it's they're starting as they told us. This is what I have a big problem with our government, and it's, it is pre this administration. It goes back two or three administrations right. that we didn't really pick up on the warning signs of China.
And now they're talking about going away from the dollar completely. If they deal in Russian rubles or the Chinese uh, UN, we're in trouble. The reason why we're the reserve currency is because we're the superpower and the strongest. So we can have this much debt because of the backing of our dollar being the trade, the trade monetary system. It's going to go away and it's going to go away without anybody even doing anything about it. And at the same time, they're making us all zombies in this country or killing us with the drugs that they're manufacturing. It's Dr. Maria Ryan. Go to drmariaryan.com. She's wonderful. Uh, go and check out everything that she does. Make sure you check out that show on WABC on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. I've got to ask you, Doc, why exactly is it that when I go to get some amoxicillin because my daughter has strep throat, that that was somehow manufactured in China? Do we not have the ability to manufacture our own drugs, either prescription drugs or over-the-counter drugs? Why do we rely on a country that hates us? We do have the capability, and we once did that. When big pharma and other pharmaceutical companies started getting really big, they got greedy. How can we enhance our profit even more? We need to make this even cheaper than we can in the United States. Our labor costs are more. People in the United States want to get paid more than any other place in the world. So they looked for places where they could maximize their profit in China and India as well. China and India are the two places that really made big pharma so big and and Bristol Myers and all the other ones. Yes. But I, I was hoping during this pandemic when President Trump was really educating the population that you know, everything's from China or India, including our masks, our gowns, everything. We need to do something here in the United States. And I think he was putting out this plea to entrepreneurs. And I'm like, oh, geez, maybe there could be some tax credits or something else. Right. Nothing materialized. And I was sad. You know, maybe me and you could do something. Well, we uh, then we're doing it right now. And I think that you're right. There are, there are millions of people watching and listening who can maybe do something too. But, doctor, they fool us because uh, I'm a pretty smart guy. I mean, not as smart as you, obviously. But, but I think through things. I never once thought to myself, why are drugs so cheap here? What I thought was, oh, I need some Tylenol. There it is. I need some ibuprofen. There it is. I need to get some Allegra D for my allergies. There it is. I never thought to myself, why is it so inexpensive? Had I been educated the entire way that we're getting it so cheap because the Uyghurs or the Uyghurs that, that are being you know imprisoned in China are forced to manufacture it for free, I would have said, yeah. listen, I'll pay some more money to have it made here in, in America. Do you think that's the problem? We, have, we are not educated as a populace in this country to exactly where we're getting this stuff. I absolutely agree. Uh, most people don't know when I talk to people about it and that we need to do more in our own country. They're shocked. They're, they really are. The other country right to the north of me, I'm in New Hampshire, is Canada. Yeah. We should be doing a lot more business with Canada around pharmaceuticals. Certainly, I'd love it here in the United States, and I think we can. Um, There has to be some kind of balance, though, because our workers do demand $15 an hour, $20 an hour. You know, our housing is expensive. We got to figure out a way to do it. We will have pandemics in the future. This is nature or natural disasters. We should never depend on another country for anything. Uh, There were so many hospitals that were without protective personal equipment, masks, gowns, gloves, and they were dealing directly with China. And then there was a lot of criminals who got in between. I know talking to somebody in my New Hampshire government, you know, they were almost getting swindled. You know what I did? After the last pandemic in 2010, I said there will be more pandemics. 
I had trailers on the property of my hospital and after the 2010 pandemic was over, because you never want to stockpile during a pandemic. It's not right. Ethically, it's not right. I waited till it was all done and I purchased so many gloves, gowns, everything. So when the pandemic came, my employees were perfectly safe and I was able to help other doctor's offices in my community as well. Smart, right. Where, where was our government with strategic planning like that as well? We didn't have any stockpiles anymore. Either that or we didn't know that we did. Like Cuomo in New York didn't think he had any, any ventilators, which ended up being a bad thing to put somebody on a ventilator. But at the time, we thought that was the treatment. He didn't think he had them. He had 30,000 of them that he didn't even know about. So, I mean, exactly. I, think, I think you're right. You stockpile it. You have, you have a, a backup. You have a safety plan. And then have the knowledge that you have it. Because a lot of these people didn't even realize yep. that they had it, which is crazy. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, Dr. Maria Ryan. Go to drmariaryan.com. Last question, maybe 30 seconds, Doc. Do you think anybody is going to have to pay the price? FDA, CDC, NIH, Fauci, uh, Burks, um, Walensky. Is anybody, anybody going to pay the price for the misinformation they, they served on us for the better part of three years? I am afraid the answer is probably no. Mm. There is such a concerted effort now to get rid of uh, any information or anybody's tweets when they would attack people. Luckily, I wasn't attacked that much, but yeah. Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, Zev Zelenko, who right. unfortunately passed away from cancer, they were attacked viciously. And now we know from Fauci's email, they went after the dissenting voices. And may I say that's not science. Science is not absolute. We always like different voices at the table because we know not absolute. But I'm afraid no one will be accountable. The GOP House will hold investigations, but I think it'll end there, unfortunately. And for someone like me who spent over 30 years in healthcare, the CDC and the FDA broke my heart. I I can't say it more sincerely. They broke my heart by not being good to the people. And that's all they had to do was just be good to us. They didn't have to be right. They had to make sure they were doing all the steps that they could do to make sure the right choices were made. And pharmaceutical money financed them. And I understand why you're emotional about it because it's, it's a horrible thing that happened to humanity. Doc, we yeah. appreciate you. Do me a favor. Come back on more often. It's Dr. Maria Ryan, drmariaryan.com. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Got time for a quick pop culture. Yep. Hi, Paula. What's going on? So unfortunately, Carrie isn't here, so I can talk about this. But uh, John Bon Jovi's son just got engaged to actress Millie Bobby Brown. Is that uh, Whitney Houston's daughter? No, uh, she's the one that's from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Super couple. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you later. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show. <laughs> 